Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is February 11th, and our reading comes from Matthew chapter 26. Beginning in verse 69, remember Jesus has been arrested. Peter is following behind to try to see what's happening. Happening. And here's what it says. Peter is sitting outside the courtyard and a servant girl came over to him and said, you're one of those with Jesus, the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Well, later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. A little later, some of the other bystanders came over to Peter and said, you must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore a curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know the man. And immediately, the rooster crowed, and suddenly Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times that you even know me. And he went away and wept bitterly. So remember, Peter declared, I will never deny you. I'm willing to die. Even if all these other disciples flee, if they run away, if they abandon you, if they betray you, I never will. I'm willing to die. And now, sure enough, Peter denies Jesus three times. In one of the gospel accounts, it says the third time that Peter denies Jesus, Jesus turns around. They're close enough that Jesus hears it. And Jesus turns around and looks Peter in the eyes. He runs out. He's brokenhearted. He's weeping. But you know, the truth is, before this moment, if we were to describe Peter, Peter's a little willful. He's a little independent. He's a little self-sufficient. He's a little outspoken. He's a little proud. He's a little boisterous. He's a little bossy, right? And the truth is, This moment, although it is a disaster for Peter, and he is completely brokenhearted, the truth is, it does him some good. Because what this crisis does is it exposes his pride. It exposes his independence. It exposes his self-sufficiency. It creates a moment, an opportunity for Peter to invite the Spirit of God to do a deeper work in his heart. And you know, that's what a crisis does. That's what our suffering, that's what our pain does. It exposes our humanity. It exposes our character flaws. It exposes our independence and self-sufficiency. It creates an opportunity for us to learn, I need Jesus. Peter's developing a little humility. And often we've said this, humility comes on the backside of humiliation. And so in this moment, Peter, not only does he deny Jesus, but twice he denies him in the face of a little girl, just afraid for his own life. And I think all of that, the truth is, it was good for Peter. And Jesus is going to work redemptively through 
to this moment. Now watch what happens next. Verse 27. Early in the morning, the leading priests and the elders of the people met again to lay plans for putting Jesus to death. And they bound him and led him away and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. When Judas, who had betrayed Jesus, realized that Jesus had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. I'm not sure Judas expected Jesus to die. I think Judas probably thought, I'm going to make a little money and I'm going to force Jesus' hand. Once he's arrested, he'll do whatever he needs to do to free himself and to establish the kingdom. And now he realizes he's going to die. Watch. So he took the 30 pieces of silver back to the leading priests and elders. He says, I have sinned, for I betrayed an innocent man. Of course, they don't care about this. And they threw Judas and the silver cords down on the ground, kicked him out. And it says, Judas went out and hanged himself. He committed suicide. Now, I want to take a minute and let's just talk about this idea. Peter and Judas have both betrayed, denied Jesus. But Peter recovers. Judas takes his own life. The truth is the only difference between Peter and Judas is that Peter just didn't give up. And Judas, overwhelmed with regret, listened to the voice of the enemy. And what is the devil's plan for you? Steal, kill, destroy. And so Judas got caught up in money. He was controlled by money. He got isolated by money. He did something really bad because of his love for money. And so full of remorse, he is controlled, isolated, and destroyed. And that's how the devil works in our lives. But the only real difference between Peter and Judas is Peter just didn't give up. He just stayed in the game. And listen, Jesus comes and works redemptively in Peter's life. In fact, I am certain if Judas had not taken his life after the resurrection, Jesus would have found Judas and redeemed his life. And so I just want to say to you, maybe you're listening today and you're going through a difficult time. Maybe in your life you've done some things like me that you wish you would have never done. Maybe you carry a lot of shame and regret and brokenness. Maybe you've denied Jesus in some way. Maybe you've hurt the people that you love. And at times, it's overwhelming. At times, you want to throw in the towel. At times, you want to give up. And this is a real huge problem in our culture today is so many people, they feel all alone, they feel hopeless, and they give up. Listen to me. You're not alone. There is hope. Don't give up. Because what we're going to see later in this story is that despite Peter's failure, Jesus comes and doesn't just forgive him. He redeems his life and invites Peter to be the leader of the early church. And you read the book of Acts, and Peter has been transformed by the person and the presence of Christ and the Holy Spirit. And, and he's embraced the mission of God, and eventually he is crucified upside down because he refuses to be crucified the same way Jesus does. He wants to honor his Savior and King.
if Judas would have just hung on a couple of days. Jesus would have rose from the dead. And Judas would have realized this was all in God's plan. And he would have redeemed Judas's life. And so listen, hang in there. Don't give up. Keep your heart open. Listen, when you go through tragedy, when you make a huge mistake, when you hurt someone else and you sin against God or against other people, often we can't answer the question why. But always we can open our heart and know that God works in all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. God is not finished with you yet. When I look at my own life, I have failed God over and over and over again. I have hurt myself and other people many, many, many times. And God redeemed my life. He redeemed and used my pain. He used all of those struggles and trials and difficulty to teach me, to prepare me, to deepen my character, to teach me dependence, to develop humility, to help me learn to walk with Him so that I could give hope and direction and purpose to fellow strugglers. And that's what God wants to do in your life. So don't give up. Find somebody to talk to about your sorrow and hopelessness. Find a small group. Get connected. But let Jesus redeem everything in your past. Don't give up. Let's open our hearts. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person listening. And I know today, I know that there are some that are just, they feel overwhelmed. They feel hopeless. So many days they want to give up. And I pray that you'd encourage them today. I pray that they would know you love them despite their imperfection. I pray that they would know you that are with them. They are not alone. They've never been alone. You've not given up on them. You're coming after them. You can redeem their pain. You work in all things for our good. God, I pray that the day would come that the thing they're most ashamed of, the thing that they regret the most, I pray the day would come that they'd look back and be grateful that they went through that experience because of how you met them there and transformed their life just like Peter and have launched them into their purpose and destiny. God, I just pray for every person listening. I pray that you'd encourage them, that you'd bless them, that they would know your love, that they'd feel safe in our church and in your word and in your presence. God, help them. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you. And just remember, you're not alone. Don't give up. God is coming. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.